Clocrest Media Group presents a CMG podcast. Keys to the city. Keys to the city, baby. When you see us, so you know. I crossed up by Kobe. We'll float in Shaq. And then Shaq goes like this. And the rest is history. Pay attention. Don't tell me what to do, devil woman. Speaking of those Lakers. But I, but I, hold on, Stun. But I didn't make my point. I didn't make my I said Denver's going to win. Yeah, you did. You said that. There's no other show like that. Clover Crest is doing great things right now. Streaming everywhere. Manning lobs it. Burris alone. Touchdown, New York. It's off the Leonard. Defended by Simmons. Is this the Tiger? Oh! High fly ball, right field. Grossman back. Trap. Wall. See ya. Into the second deck. A grand slam the other way for Aaron Judge. And the Yankees are pouring it on. For the latest news throughout the sports world, tune in to Sports Talk with R&J every Wednesday at 1 p.m. What's going on, basketball fans? It's Big Jace, Sean Scanlon, and King Jay for the Posting Up Podcast. No Lucas today. He unfortunately had to work. But we got the Western and Eastern Conference Finals underway. And let's talk about game four last night. Atlanta wins against Milwaukee. Trey Young didn't play for uh, the Hawks. Uh, Giannis left the game with an injury. Sean and Zay, you guys have been... You guys have been hyping up the Hawks all along. Are, are they going to capitalize on this Giannis injury? And keep, are they going to go to the NBA Finals, Sean? I think they are. I mean, uh, obviously the Giannis injury sucks. You hate to see, you know, one of the NBA superstars go down. And we've been seeing it all postseason, which you know has really kind of you know tampered or hampered this uh, postseason. But I, I think that you know, even without Trey Young, even though I do expect him to come back, this uh, Hawks team has too much offensive firepower. And especially with Giannis out, I mean, the whole offense for the Bucks runs through him. I Chris Middleton can't be your number one option. Him and, you know, Drew Holiday had a bad game last night, both shooting six for 17, combined two for 14 from three. And uh, they just don't have that go-to guy, especially without Giannis. And Giannis is their best defender. And I just think this Hawks team is deep. I mean, we saw it last night with Lou Williams stepping into the starting lineup. Uh, you know, he had a great performance. Uh, Bogdanovich was uh, shooting really well from three. And John Collins didn't even really have a great game, and they still ended up blowing out the Bucks. So I just think that, especially if Giannis is going to be out for the rest of the series, I, I don't see any way the Bucks can come back from this. I just think that Giannis is too important to that team um, for them to, you know, go forward. So I, I think that the Hawks will get it done in seven. I, I still think the uh, Bucks will take one game just because the Hawks do have some off-shooting nights. But um, I, I think Atlanta is going to the finals. But, uh, yeah, how about you, Zay? 
I think you basically covered everything for the most part. But uh, yeah, like you said, I think um, for the most part, the Hawks have been very consistent shooting all year long. And I think that's what's gotten them to this point. Even players that we don't really mention, like Herder, who if you didn't know, you know, if you didn't know him before, now you know him. He's made himself, you know, he's asserted himself in the playoffs. And like you, like Sean said, when you have a bench like that and you have guys coming off the bench, there's honestly, Sean sees one more win. I don't. I see this being wrapped up. I see if they get a win in Milwaukee, especially, I see this being wrapped up back at home in game six for the Hawks. So I, I see the series basically being wrapped up, especially if Giannis can't come back from that injury, which sucks because Middleton and Bledsoe are just not consistent at all. So basically, like what Sean said, I agree the Hawks definitely take this series in there in the championship this year. Yeah, I mean, it's crazy to think that Trey Young and the Hawks can get to the, the NBA Finals. And, that, I mean, look at Nate McMillan. Gets fired from uh, the Pacers, gets brought on to Atlanta, and then leads them to the NBA Finals. That's even crazier than, than what's going on right now. But uh, I, I, I can see the Bucks taking one just because how good around them. They have solid shooters, so I can see them getting hot in Giannis's absence and taking one, especially at home. But I, I, I do think we will see Trey young possibly versus we'll see, might see like a point guard battle with Chris Paul and Trey young, the old generation and the new that, that, that that's intriguing. And, uh, uh, but I think without Giannis, the Hawks, like they they have they're getting it done and it's crazy, but like Sean, what do how can Milwaukee fill the void of Giannis to pull this out? What do they have to do? What does everyone else on the team have to do? I mean, their their other players have to step up. Uh, Middleton, he had that great game three, obviously in the fourth quarter, you know, scoring twenty points. He he needs to do more of that. He just he he was upsetting uh, last night, especially when Giannis went out. Uh, it was only a 10-point game, but they ended up, you know, losing by, what, 22. So I think that, you know, he needs to step up. Obviously, Drew Holiday does too. And I, I think some of the, the role guys like Bobby Portis, you know, he's been playing pretty well, but he needs to step it up maybe around, you know, 14 and 10 off the bench. Uh, Pat Connaughton has to step up. So, I mean, in the regular season, this was a very good three-point shooting team. Their numbers have been weighed down uh, in the postseason for some reason. I think it's because the defensive intensity picks up, especially in the postseason. So, I mean, their their defense has been solid all year, so I I think that you know they have that to rely on, uh, even though Atlanta is really good on offense. But I they need those others to step up because Giannis, I mean, he really does run that whole offense. It, it, it runs through him. Uh, obviously, a lot of pick and roll action with him. Um, you know, he he handles the ball a lot of the time, even though as a big. So I think that you know, uh, and Budenholzer, he's not known for his great adjustments, so that's why I don't really see them doing much, but uh, I, I think that he's going to have to figure something out um, with the, the players, especially with Giannis out. Zay, so Giannis doesn't come back. The Hawks get to the finals. How do they match up with uh, the Suns and the Clippers? How do, Preview that. Preview the potential finals for us. Wow. Thanks. Uh, um, thanks for giving me the hard one. Um, you're asking a lot here. You're talking about a Hawks team that we're not really sure of what we're getting. Injuries to Clint Capella and uh, Trey Young. Obviously, Trey Young and Capella should be back, but we don't know how it's going to affect them during the series. 
two, it's going to be very hard to compare these two teams. Obviously, if you're going up against the Suns, you're talking about a high-powered offense. The Suns, who for the most part is the most probably complete team in NBA where they have a really good bench and they have scoring at every position on that four. And you're talking about an Aiton who's coming into his own, who, again, was in my top five list earlier that y'all laughed at. But um, <clears throat> and then you'll, you have a Booker again and Chris Paul who's, you know, holding everything down stability-wise for that team. And not to mention good coaching. So when you add that and then you look on the other side, a Clippers team that's been really good coach, the team that's been coming back from two old deficits now in, what, three series, you know, back-to-back. So it's very hard to compare these teams and match them up because I don't know who's going to come out of the Western series. Both Western teams are obviously going to be good, uh, tall tasks for the Hawks, being a team that's completely overachieving right now. Even though me and Sean did say they're a really good team, we know that they're overachieving by beating a Bucks team that is way above oh, them yeah. talent-wise, who barely beat the Nets, who probably were the best team in the NBA had they been completely healthy. So to compare them right now off the bat is going to be very hard. I think we'll just have to wait until we get to that point, maybe see a game one, see how they match up. But until then, we really won't even know. Yeah, if, if someone told me in February that the Hawks would be, you know, two games away from making the NBA Finals, I, I, I would have said, you know, stay off that crack pipe because, I, I mean, it, it's just it, – it's absurd. But, I mean, Jay said it before, Nate McMillan has done a, a great job, and the Pacers definitely made a mistake. They already uh, fired their head coach who was only there for one year. And, I mean, Nate McMillan, he's really turned this team around and, you know, has them playing at a very high level. So – uh, kudos to him. Kudos to the Hawks. Because uh, if you would have said this a couple months ago, I would have not believed you. Yeah, I mean, it, it's crazy. A lot of people are giving this uh, playoff slack because you. I mean, you have LeBron, AD, not not getting there. You, you oh, got the God. the <laughs> no, like you got. The it's a bubble. It's you injuries. The, no, I get legit, that the injuries. We're not going to champion a champion. When, when is it going to take a full healthy? No. Uh, is that? No, yeah, I, I agree with you. A lot this of people are complaining, but I, I'm still excited. The, these are interesting matchups regardless. Even if LeBron isn't there or Kevin Rand isn't there, I, I'm still intrigued, and I'm excited for the finals. But let's take a quick break, and when we come back, we will preview the Western Conference Finals game coming up tonight, so stay tuned. The Giants are running New York like the times as Danny is dropping all sorts of dimes. Saquon's thighs are ruining defenses' lives and Leonard Williams making opposing QBs feel him. Receivers think it's scary to line up across James Bradbury and the Giants have a bright future led by coach, judge, jury, and executioner. Tune in to Drawing About the G-Men every Wednesday at 6, live on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter. Which The Closing Time Podcast is back. Sponsored by Rocky Hill Accountants. I'm Joe Aguirre. I'll have a brand new co-host, Sanam Salati, who's my broker, my mentor, and my good friend, and one of the most knowledgeable people in Connecticut in the entire real estate industry. We're going to be talking about the latest goings-on. We'll keep you up to date on the market, and we're going to bring on some really great guests all throughout this season people in all different fields in the industry like accountants home inspectors mortgage reps and so much more just to give you a better understanding of the connecticut real estate market 
We're so excited for a brand new season of the Closing Time Podcast, part of the CMG Podcast Network. It's sponsored by Rocky Hell Accountants. Go see Heidi and Glenn Parchman to file your taxes for bookkeeping, business advice, real estate investments, or whatever your accounting needs are, including cryptocurrency. Just visit RockyHillAccountants.com. We'll see you all season long on the Closing Time Podcast. A 41-point performance by Paul George in Game 5 gives the Clippers the boost to force the Game 6. Sean, will there be a Game 7? Can Paul George and the Clippers continue the streak and force a Game 7? Or will Chris Paul, Devin Booker, and the Suns end the series tonight and make their way to the finals? So I originally had Suns and six, but uh, I'm going to have to change that to Suns and seven. Uh, I'm not going to go with the Clippers, but I, I will go with the Clippers tonight. Um, I think that, you know, I, I think the Clippers will get it done uh, at, at their home court. And I just think that, you know, they're a super resilient team. I mean, we we mentioned it before, but coming down from two nothing in all these series, um, you know, they've, they've gotten contributions from people that uh, – you know, we're definitely unexpected going into the postseason. Guys like Reggie Jackson, who has absolutely been lighting it up. Uh, Marcus Morris had a great game last game. So Marcus Cousins in limited minutes has been, you know, giving them, uh, you know, great rebounding and scoring off the bench. So and Paul George, I mean, as much slack as he's gotten over the past couple of years, he, he and aside from those two missed free throws at the end of game two, he really has shown up this postseason, especially with their best player in Kawhi out. So I just think that this team is they're really well coached too. Tyron Lue deserves a lot of respect. Um I think that, you know, he didn't get a lot of respect in Cleveland because he had LeBron and Kyrie, uh, even when they came back against the Warriors. But I, I think that he's shown in this uh, playoff run that he is a great coach and he, he's taken them much farther than Doc Rivers did last year. So I, I think that they're going to get it done on the home court tonight. Uh, I just think that the Suns overall are a better team. So that's why I have them in seven. But I think Clippers will defend home court and uh, make it very intriguing going into game seven. OV and Sean think there's going to be a game seven. There we go. Jay, do you do you agree? But what do the Suns have to do to end it tonight? Uh, win the game. But um, <laughs> actually, no, I don't. <laughs> I actually, I'm on the other side of this. I wish you had asked me the other way around. I think it's going to go seven the Clippers' way. I don't think the Suns are actually going to pull this off. I honestly think I that. I honestly think the Clippers have been improving their defense, but I think that defense of Patrick Beverly on Booker, it's yeah. may not be great, but it's very annoying, and it's been working. And I think that the Clippers have found a formula that's working for them without Kawhi. I'm not sure if they're going to win the championship. Obviously, that's going to be a tall task going against a uh, a Hawks team that, again, like they're going to have a lot of confidence. But I do see the Clippers winning and getting to the fi- getting to the finals this year, and. Hopefully, pandemic peace stays who he is. And I'm just not too sure on Chris Paul. Chris Paul has always had that jinx on him where he just never gets there. He gets just about there and just never gets to the finals. And I think that jinx is about to cash in right now. So I have the Clippers winning this in seven. I wish you would pick me to go the other way. I don't know how the Suns can turn it around. I know history has shown that Chris Paul hasn't been able to get there. But I'm not going to use the jinx as an excuse. I, I think he will get it done. This Clippers team is worn down. I mean, going six with the Jazz, going seven with uh, the Mavericks, that's going to take a toll. I think they're worn down. They're going to lose tonight after the quick turnaround and the travel. I, I think Chris Paul leads this Suns team to the finals, 
and they win the NBA championship. And uh, yeah, I, I, I think Chris Paul gets the gets his ring. They lose tonight. You need to come jump on his A train because I haven't lied to you yet. I didn't kept y'all up to dates on trades a week before it happened. I didn't <laughs> told y'all about playoff seasons that were going deeper than they done gone. I'm telling you, just jump on this train, bro. We I'm got the real you. NBA insider here with a. Uh, just, just jump yeah. on this train, bro. It's going to be Clippers at seven. All right. I, I wouldn't be surprised, but I I, I could see it going seven, but I I think the Suns will get it done tonight. I, I think they will on the yeah, road. We we all got three different picks. This is going to be. We'll great. see who's we'll right. See, we'll see who's right on uh, Saturday. Hopefully by then. Everything should be. Uh, yeah. we, we will see eventually who will be in the finals. By then, we'll definitely have a Western Conference participant. But who will be there for the East? What will the finals be? And then we, there's also been a lot of coaching changes, players possibly on the move like Ben Simmons, Damian Lillard. We'll talk about all of that after the, this hectic NBA playoffs. But for myself, Big Jace. For Sean Scanlon and for King Zay, that's going to be do it for the Posting Up podcast. Make sure you stay tuned if you're watching live at 6 o'clock tonight where th- all three of us will be back live for John about the G-Men. So check out what that. We'll be joined by Joe Aguirre. But uh, make sure you check out Clovercrest Media for more information about this podcast and any other podcasts like that. And we'll see you Saturday for more Posting Up podcast. Take care, guys. President of Clovercrest Media Group. And here at CMG, we have a wide variety of podcasts, including sports shows like Keys to the City, The Roll Call, Throwing Jabs, All Four Downs, and Chowing About the G-Men. And great true crime shows like Sticky Meek, Crimes and Consequences, Ivy League Murders, and Bird, The Unsolved Murder of David Eichmann. You can find all these podcasts and so much more by visiting clovercrestmedia.com.